Well, let's look at 1 Timothy 6, verse 11 this morning. First Timothy 6, verse 11 says, But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Verse 12 says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold or hold tightly uh, on eternal life. In 2 Timothy 4, verse 6, it says, For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now, pretty much all these, if you look the, this uh, this verse and translations, pretty much all of them say, uh, fight the good fight. They say good fight. There's a lot of, you know, uh, if you look at a lot of translations in different verses, you get, you get different nuance in, in um, the wording. Almost all of them say the good fight here. Fight the good fight. Um, here in the message, it, it says a little bit different. So I wanted to read that one. It says, you take over, I'm about to die, my life and offering on God's altar. This is the only race worth running. I've run hard to the finish, believed all the way. And he said, now that all that's left is the shouting, God's applause. Depend on it. He's an honest judge. He'll do right, not only by me, but everyone eager for his coming. But it says, I've run hard to finish, to the finish, believed all the way. I've believed all the way. In 1 Timothy 1, verse 18, going back to the first book we read, this is all the Apostle Paul, it says, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith and good conscience. In the CV, it says, Timothy, my son, the instructions... I am giving you are based on what some prophets once said about you. If you follow these instructions, you will fight like a good soldier. In the NIV, it says you may fight the battle well. So again, still talking about fighting. So good fight, good fight, believed all the way, run hard to the finish. Here it says that you may fight the battle well. So we are called to, to a fight, but it's a, it's, here he's calling it the good fight, the good fight of faith. Another way I'd put it is you're, you're fighting the right fight because, you know, you can fight all kinds of, all kinds of things, all kinds of causes. You could fight people, but this is saying the good fight of faith. You're not supposed to be fighting people. I'm not supposed to be fighting people. Not our flesh. Now, you, you, you push against the flesh, but you're, you're, that's not actually the fight you're fighting. Not the devil. You realize the devil's been defeated. You know we're not supposed to fight the devil. 
The Bible has things to say. We, he is in a place and we need to do something about him, but you're not fighting him. That's not actually, see, see, you're coming against the things that he would bring, but you're not, see, fighting is acting like you have to beat him. And he's already been defeated. The fight is to stay in faith. To walk by faith. You notice in the message it said, I've run hard to the finish, I've believed all the way. I've believed all the way. In other other place he's saying, I fought the good fight of faith. So you're fighting to stay in faith. That's the fight we're supposed to be in. And so if you're believing all the time, if you're believing the whole way, then you're staying in faith. And there is a fight to do this. Because this world will throw things at you. The world, this is a fallen world. We're not living in the Garden of Eden. Does anybody notice that? I mean, we live in Massachusetts. Hello, it's not 75 and balmy. There's a reason for that. Because this, this is not the environment God created originally. The earth still has a lot of beauty in its fallen state, but as beautiful as some places is, this is not the way God created it. He created it so much better than this. This, What we see is the result of a curse. This is a cursed world. And so there is, there is a curse in the world. There is a devil. There are people that follow the devil, whether they know it or not. They may not, you know, have pentagrams on their shirt or tattooed or, or whatever, but they, they don't understand this world is influenced by the devil. And actually, devilish things... One of the most devilish things, in fact, there's a staying among uh, satanic groups, is do what thy will. That is satanic. When you do what you want to do, whatever your flesh wants to do, that's satanic. That's how the devil gets into us is through our flesh and us doing whatever we want. See, people associate following the devil with worshiping the devil, you know, like overtly, uh, like being Satan worshipers. No, Satan's just fine with him being in the background and us just following our flesh and doing whatever because he has an inroads and he can influence us that way. So there is, we're in a fallen world, we're in a fallen state, or I mean the, the world's in a fallen state, so there's lots of stuff that goes on in this world that's not of God. God didn't create it this way. God didn't create death and destruction. There was none of that in the Garden of Eden. Satan came in, deceived Adam, and, or deceived Eve. The Bible says Adam wasn't deceived, but he, he, he went along with it. So he, he um, bowed his knee to Satan. Satan uh, then influenced mankind. And so you have all this death and destruction in the world. People look around and go, wow, you know, people that believe, Christians or non Christians, that believe God is the author of everything that happens in this world. Uh, are, can be very confused because they look around and see all the death and destruction and think, well, if God's in control, if God's doing all this, uh, you know, that, that makes people's minds, even they're not religious, it just makes the natural mind go, what? God's doing that? See, it doesn't, it doesn't add up to just our, our reason, our logic, our, sensiti- our sensibilities when bad things happen in the world and, and, uh, and then people say, well, God's doing that. It's a bad thing, but it's for your good. See, people don't really believe that. They're, they have a problem with that. You've got to be brainwashed to believe that. 
Did you hear me? Because somebody just coming out of the chute, you know, you say, if somebody says, I love you, but then does something really bad to you, for you to believe that, and that's an abusive relationship. Well, I'm doing this because I love you, but they're, they're really hurting you. See, when people look at God and they're going, and people are saying, well, yeah, they, they did that, you know, that, that happened to your loved one because God, we don't understand, but, but, but he has a good purpose. People, you got to be, you got to have something happen to your mind to be convinced of that because out of the chute, you don't believe that. You're like, what? You did bad. You know, we're going to fight. I'm going to protect, I'm going to do something, Right. But that's all over in the world. So because that's in the world, um, you know, it's pervasive in Christianity and not Christianity. People that aren't even Christians will be like, well, you know, we don't know why these things happen. Or they'll say everything happens for a reason. As if everything's just, everything that happens is orchestrated. That's not true. The, the, the universe tends toward chaos. Just physics, it just ends up, it's going to just get destructive. That's why it's so just crazy to think everything popped into order. If you just leave your junk out in the backyard, you come out 50 years from now, it's going to be junk. And it's going to have decomposed. It doesn't magically, you know, you have a new Porsche sitting in the backyard. Okay, but when, we, when, when you see all this stuff, have people say everything happens for a reason or God's in control, it's given this... this uh, this uh, insinuation that somehow God is orchestrating everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything, and that's just not true. And so then people look at that and are confused. Well, everything happens, I just believe everything happens for a reason. Yeah, the reason might be we didn't do, somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do, or somebody ungodly did something they shouldn't have done. Somebody followed after wrong things instead of following after right things. There's all kinds of reasons. But if we think there's no reason or that, 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 that God orchestrates everything, then what's the point of trying to write anything? Because God is making all the decisions. God doesn't, people don't really believe that. I mean, you may... I'm saying you may be convinced to believe it in a certain area, but overall, you don't really believe that everything, uh, that even if it's bad, somehow it's good. Well, if you really believe that God was orchestrating everything and everybody's decisions, controlling everything, then what's, we're, we're robots. You can't, you can't change the outcome of anything, so why even try? I mean, then you have to believe, well, you try because that's kind of part of the system. You try, but you really can't. But, you know, in the trying, you're going to learn something. That's just crazy. It, it's, it's a distorted way of looking at the world, but it's very common. So if, if, we, would, if we would take that approach, then why would you really fight, think you could fight anything, especially with God? You'd be fighting against God to really change anything. But the truth is, the Apostle Paul here, he's talking about fighting the good fight of faith. Fighting something, what? To stay in faith, to stay on God's side, to believe what the Bible says in spite of 
adverse conditions, of contradictory circumstances, of things that would challenge us, that we walk through and still believe in spite of whatever, and that we in every situation hold fast to faith and believe something and stand true so that we can take hold of what God has really done and not just give up and say, well, I guess this is the way it is. I'm just going to have to put up with it. This is God's way for me. Every, God, you can't determine God's will by what happens. See, people will think whatever happens is God's will. If it doesn't happen, it was God's will not to happen. If it did happen, it's God's will to happen. In other words, there's no, you can try to believe, you can pray, and if you pray and nothing happens, then it, that's God's answer. But if you pray and something changes, then it was, that was God, God's answer. So basically, whatever happens is God's answer. That's not true. You can't determine the will of God by what happens in the earth because there's all kinds of things that happen in the earth that aren't the will of God. You determine the will of God by what He says in His Word. by what the Lord says in His Word. So if we believe something it says in the Word and we don't see something here in this world and it's contradictory or we feel like our life is going in a direction that God doesn't really want it to, instead of saying, well, I guess that's just God's will, we have to fight for what the Word says, which is what we believe, take a hold of that and press in and say, that's not the way it's going to be because God has said this, so I already know His will is different than what I'm seeing. Well, that takes a fight. You have got, you, me, we have got to press in past things that we see or we feel, past contradictory circumstances, past what other people would say or attribute to God and know what the Word of God says for ourselves, and then fight to take a hold of that because it will, it is, uh, there are forces that would try to steal it from us. And if we just go with the flow, then we're going to be stolen from. If we think we don't have to fight in this earth, then we're mistaken and we're going to end up in the wrong place. There is a fight. I wish there weren't a fight. How many of y'all are with me that you just wish there was, that we could just sit back, do nothing, and just coast, and everything would just be fine? But that's if we believe that and believe we don't have to do anything, then what we default fall into is it's not up to me, it's up to God. And then if it's up to God and things don't go right, then who am I going to blame? God, because it wasn't me. But see, that's, fal that's false thinking from the beginning, which will just lead to heartache, will lead to frustration, will lead us to feel... Uh, that we are powerless to do anything. And if, if you're fighting against God, if I'm fighting against God, we might as well give up from the beginning. If it's truly God's will for us to have something bad, and we really believe that, then why would we try to change it? Unless you believe somehow this warped thing that's so, well, I try to change it, 
because, you know, God wants me to try to change it, but he's not going to let me change it anyway, but through that I might learn something. That's, you got you to have help to understand that. That's not just straightforward logical. God is not, you know, uh, a psychotic. God is not trying to uh, torment us. Religion will jump through, do gymnastics, jump through hoops to try to, to explain things in the world that are happening. Well, we don't know why this happened. It's just God, and we know that doesn't make sense, and we don't understand everything. But it's, and try to do these mental gymnastics to try to explain things when the Word of God, if we'll just take the truth, the Word of God will tell us what He, what is true, what He has already said. We can take a hold of that. We can run with that. And we don't have to, you know, uh, throw all our sensibilities to the side to walk with God. And to feel like you can do everything you know to do, but you just never know. You ever heard that? Well, you just never know what God will do. Well, we do know. God, God has told us in His Word truth. But if we believe we just don't know, that, that means God is just unstable. But there is a fight that then we have to, to fight to, to believe. Even what I'm saying from the beginning here, to believe that, you're going to have to push through some stuff. Maybe there's religion that tries to hold on to us and go, oh, no, God, it's God doing that. And it tries to pull us back. How are we going to get out of that? We have to fight. We have to say no. How we, what are we going to fight with? We're going to need to fight with the Word of God. Not with just our words, just saying, well, I don't want that to be true. Why? We have to know what the Word says. We're going to need to stand on that Word and not, to not let that be stolen from us. So the fight in this earth, the right fight, is to stay in faith. Any other fight that we're involved in is the wrong fight. We're not to fight organizations of people that doesn't mean we don't participate in certain things or stand up. We just need to know the people are not actually our problem. There, is, there, there are things behind people, not saying everybody's demon-possessed or anything like that. There are people that are demon-possessed. There are people that listen a lot to the devil more than they know, and there are demonic ideas. But you don't need people to be demon-possessed to follow the devil wholeheartedly and not even know it. So it's not that we don't stand up. But we need to understand it's not the people, because if you start getting mad at the people, then we've, we're losing ground. Like we said, we're not fighting the devil. The devil's been defeated. But if the fight is to believe God. When stuff happens to us, it's to believe God and to stay strong and to believe Him and to stay there. And to believe Him, stay strong in Him, do what His Word says in spite of whatever. That will lead to victory in every area. To the degree that we stay in faith, no matter what we're going through, is to the degree that we're going to walk in victory. If, you walk, if you're going to walk in faith, then you're going to walk in love. We've been talking about love just the last couple weeks, 
um, on Wednesdays, you're going to walk in love. You're going to say the right thing. You're going to uh, thank God in the midst of adversity. You're going to believe God when it comes to material things. You're going to believe God when it comes to physical things. If we stay in faith, then we're going to do what the Word would tell us to do, and the Word is going to lead us to victory because His way is right. So if we, if we get out of faith, we're going to start acting against the Word, which is going to lead us in the wrong direction. So what do we need to do? We need to stay believing God in spite. That is our fight. If we get distracted and do another fight, then we're going to get out of the Word and we're going to end up getting derailed. When we find ourselves fighting the wrong thing, the answer is to get back into faith, to start acting on what God said. That's the answer. If we find ourselves fighting something that we're not supposed to be fighting, the answer is not to double down and try to fight harder. The answer is, what does the Word say? Where did I start getting off to where it's easy? It's easy to get distracted and start fighting something or get you know, frustrated and going down a path that we shouldn't go down. We need to get right back into faith and say, okay, now, God, what does your Word really say? That's what I need to stay uh, true to because that's how I'm going to be led to victory in this area. It doesn't matter what the area is. We've already won in Jesus. Jesus has already made the pathway for us to be victorious in every area, but we're going to have to fight to believe Him and to stay there. And if we believe that and act on that, then that is faith. If we believe that God, Jesus, God through Jesus has done everything we need for our situation in life, whatever it is, and we need to know what the Word says given uh, in different areas, then we believe it, we act on it, then we're acting in faith. When we start getting out of faith, then we're starting to go down the wrong road and we need to pull ourselves back. This isn't a legalistic thing. It's just a mechanics thing. As we walk through this world, we uh, are going to have to fight to believe Him and stay on the right path, because there are going to be distractions that are going to try to pull us off. This is a journey that we're on on this earth. It's not instantaneous. It's not um, cookie cutter for everybody. It doesn't look the same. It, we all have different challenges that we are going to come up against in this life, but nothing that we face is, is uh, lost on God and is not covered by what the Word says. So we are, as we're walking through this earth, you can do really well for a little bit, you know, it's just like a race. If you're running a race, you could run really well for a while, but if you start really slowing down or just go off the track, that could cost you a lot. This, this race that we're in in, in, run, in uh, life is a marathon. And so as we're running, we just need to understand it, it, it is a walk of faith. The, the Apostle Paul said, I have fought the good fight of faith. I, I've fought the good fight. I've kept the faith. In other words, I'm done. I'm, he was talking about, that's a, 2 Timothy is the last book he wrote. I mean, that we have in the canon of Scripture. That's the last letter. He's basically saying, I'm ready to check out, but I've kept the faith. I've run my race. 
I've done what I needed to do. And all of us, as we're running, we need to understand there's a horizon out there. If Jesus tarries his coming, that means he, he waits. He, I mean, he doesn't come back in our lifetime. We're going to end our life here and go to be with him. And while we're on that track, you know, until we, we leave here, it's not over. And so we, we need to stay in the, me the mentality. It doesn't matter where we are, what phase of life we're in, what we've, what, uh, how old we are, you know, what our, our circumstances are. The, the answer to walking out this life of faith is to believe, is to stay in faith, stay on God's side, stay, in, uh, stay on the side of what He has said and then put the effort in to be there and not get pulled off. And that, that's not a uh, passive thing. In other words, it's not something that happens automatically. Ephesians 6 verse 10 <clears throat> says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand." So you are standing, you're withstanding in the evil day. It says we don't, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. But it says in the evil day to, 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 to withstand and having done all to stand. Well, what are you doing? You're staying. When you're standing, you're staying firm. In other words, you're not being pushed off. You realize things will come to this to our lives that try to rattle us enough to push us off, to question, to doubt. This doesn't mean you turn your brain off. It doesn't mean you, you don't come to God honestly to understand certain things, but there's a difference between coming to God and saying, God, help me to understand through your word. Help me to understand, you know, uh, you know what, what you're doing in my life, you know, pathway. Uh, I want to understand from where I am as best as you would reveal to me now, how I'm walking things out. It's a difference between being on His side and asking Him for help and then questioning and distancing yourself from the Lord altogether. Because if we do that, we're going to be in a place where we're vulnerable. He is our answer. And so Satan will try to divide us from Him. Satan will try to push stuff... It's not even that Satan creates everything, every hard circumstance in our life. There's just things that happen in the earth, but what he will do is try to take advantage of a situation to peddle his lies and say, this happened because of this. This, this is what's going on, or this is what God's doing or not doing, and trying to push disinformation in our lives. We have to understand Satan is a liar. He lies continually. Nothing he says is true completely. There are half-truths. There are things that sound true. There are things that feel true. That's a lot different than them being true. And so when things happen, he's there to say, this is what's going on. Where was God? What's... And push. 
What's the end game? Try to get you or me separated from the Lord, get you or me in a place where we are not believing God. If we're not believing God, we're believing something else. Think about it. If we're not in faith and believing Him, then we're believing what? And if we're not believing the truth, then we're to some degree believing a lie. And if we're believing a lie, we're going to act out of sync with the truth, which will put us in a dangerous position. Can create other issues in our life. So something could happen in our lives that Satan takes the opportunity to try to lie to us and push things. So he's lying about the original thing. And then that puts us, our reaction, if it's not in faith and it's not believing God, it's not on his side, and it starts to pull us away, can put us in a situation where we actually then set ourselves up for other things to happen and then pushes us further away. And this is how Satan can get a foothold and get us into destruction. But if we'll stay connected with the Lord and regardless say, Lord, I don't, okay, this looks like this. This is how I'm feeling this. This, I have thoughts barraging my mind, but in the spite of all that, Lord, what I know is that you're true your word is true, and instead of disconnecting, I'm going to press in to what you've said. I'm going to get closer to you. I'm going to walk with you and believe you and trust that you're light leading and guiding me. Now you're in a position where you can't be pushed off. Things can try to pull on you. They can try to press on your emotions They could press on you physically, but you're still in a safe place because you won't disconnect from the Lord. So this is saying at the beginning, it said, we, we, don't, we don't wrestle. Verse 12, Ephesians 6, 12, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual, spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. If we get distracted and start making people our problem or anything of this realm our basic problem, we're missing the boat. This, what we see here is, is not all of reality. We're just here for a short time. And so if we let... Uh, we let things that are temporary start influencing how we see the eternal and our relationship with the eternal, we put ourselves in a dangerous situation because the, 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 the world is very temporal. Situations are very temporary. They change all the time. They can be influenced by people. They can be influenced by spiritual uh, forces for evil, 
of force, force for, of course, for good, but Satan can push, and you're not fighting him directly, but you can feel the effects of his warfare against humanity. He will distort, he will lie, he can influence uh, circumstance, and then push on us to yield to unbelief and doubt as a result of those things. So what's the fight? I got to push. I have to know this is coming, number one. If we don't know this is coming and don't know this is happening, we can be tossed to and fro like a boat on a raging sea, easily just pushed out, don't know what's going on, and think half of it's God. But if we understand this is what's go- that this that we live in a fallen world, that we have an enemy, that we have people that don't serve God, that we live in a realm that is going to, by and large, try to pull us away from the Lord. And if we certainly, if we don't fight, it's just like floating down a river with the current. If you don't do anything, you are going to go right with the current. No question about it. And expecting to go up stream without doing anything to cause that to happen is just like expecting this world to affirm your faith in God and to encourage you and to change tomorrow. Have you ever thought, I just, I mean, it's one thing after another and when, when will this, you know, it's like it just won't let up. It will never let up. If you're waiting for the devil to stop harassing you, you're, fight, you're, you're thinking wrong. I'm thinking wrong. The devil is merciless. He's a killer. He's a murderer. He's never going... If, if, if you're saying, well, I just can't take anymore. He's like, I got him right where I want. He's going to go for the jugular. He's not going to stop. See, that's the wrong... That's the wrong approach. We need to know, no, this is coming. We're not saying bad things are coming our way. It's that we, you don't have to confess that. Things in the world just aren't perfect. And so as we face this thing, if we're complaining, I wish it were a different way, and thinking somehow the devil's going to change or the world's going to change, we're already starting from the wrong place, so we can't get to the right destination. We have to know we're not fighting against flesh and blood. We know this world's fallen. We know that there is a fight. We know that Satan will try to take advantage of us. We know that people that are godless will try to take advantage of you. Well, you just wish they would stop. They won't stop. What do we have to do? We got to make it so that people, people can't take advantage of you. you have, it's not that they're not going to try. It's that we have to make it so they can't succeed and do what we need to do to protect ourselves and walk according to what God has said. But it, hoping that somebody else is going to change is, is fruitless. We can't control other people, and we certainly aren't going to eradicate the evil in the world while we're here. Satan's not going to stop. So thinking, well, I just, I just wish all this bad stuff in the world would stop and it just would be different. That's called heaven, which is not where we live right now. We live in a curse-filled place. So 
if we stay in that place where we're wishing and hoping something would be different, but not knowing that we have to fight and there's a situation in the earth that is fallen, then we are not even starting at the right place. We are going to be defeated. And then what do people do? They call out to God and ask Him to change something, the wrong thing, make them stop. Get the devil off my case. Give me faith. Those are all worthless prayers. You know how you're going to get faith? You're going to look at the Word of God. The Bible says faith comes by, by the Word. Faith comes by hearing what the truth is and acting like we're going to believe it. If you say, God, just help me. He has helped us. He's given us His Word. I, what we have to do is believe what He said and push back on the darkness. Push back on the on whatever is pushing on us in this world, instead of waiting for it to change, we say, no, the Word of God says. And so now we're fighting what? To stay in line with what God has said, and now His power is there to help us to do that. His power that was always available, what He has done in Jesus, what He has accomplished, becomes uh, actually it starts to bear fruit when we start believing and pressing back against the opposition. And we all have to do that. So if we ask the question, well, why, why do I have to fight? For all the reasons we said, there's a fallen world, there's a devil, there's crazy people that follow the devil, and we're in this place the devil, or the, the Bible told us to fight. If the Apostle Paul had to fight, you and I have to fight. Somebody said, I wish it wasn't so. I don't believe that. It doesn't matter if we believe. If we're in the middle of a war and we say, I just, I don't want to fight, we're going to be killed. If we were in the middle of a battlefield and say, I don't like this, why are they shooting at me? I don't like this. I don't want to fight back. Well, there's two options. There's probably more than that, but we're going to focus on two. You can fight and act like it's reality and do something about it or just sit there and be killed. And that's, that's blunt, but that's where we are in this world. And the first step is not to say, I just wish it would change. The way things are actually going to change, I'm saying the circumstance just, I wish I didn't have to deal. What God told us is that in the middle of this, we will fight in what He said, if we'll believe what He said, now we can have what God said in the middle of circumstances. In other words, His Word and His truth will overcome circumstances. The Bible doesn't say the circumstances will magically disappear and you'll never have to deal. Those are two different things. The Bible, the Bible does not say call those things that are as though they be not. It says call those things that are not as though they are. So it's not saying I wish all this would go away. It's saying there's a higher truth and God's word will be true in spite of these things. So now you're taking something that is stronger and changing something that is weaker. It's not saying get the weak thing out of the way. And I'm, not gonna, I'm just going to act like it's not there. I'm going to be mad that it's there. I'm going to talk about the people that are making it happen. I'm just going to get mad. All we're doing is go on the devil's territory. We'll be manipulated. We, we'll be pushed aside from our faith. But if we'll push in and say, yep, that person's crazy. I wish I didn't have to deal with them. In fact, I wish I never met them. 
But the fact is, I'm dealing with them. And so, Lord, show me how and show me, give me the wisdom to deal so that their problem doesn't become my problem. So I overcome. See, now, now that's stronger. When we act like we just want it to go away, that's just weak. We're saying, I, I just can't. I, I wish this would stop instead of what does the Word say in walking in belief and in strength. Can you jump down to 2 Corinthians uh, 4.16? Almost the end, second one from the, the end, Second Corinthians 4.16. It says, therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So we don't look at the things which are seen because what? They're subject to change. In other words, they can be like that today, but a week later, they're different. So why would I make decisions that could take me off course for the next 10 years based on something that can change in a week? That's not even logical, but people do it every day. Why? Because there's pressure. What's the fight? The fight is to stay connected with the Lord so that that doesn't happen. The biggest challenge we're going to face is not the problem that we're facing. It's believing the Word, which is staying in faith, and then speaking the Word, which is an act of our faith. That's the biggest problem. Our biggest problem is not the problem. Our biggest challenge is going to be believing the Word in the middle of it and then speaking the Word and acting on the Word. That's our challenge. If we can do that, we've stayed in faith and what God said will happen. And the problem will be removed if we agree with the Lord. But if we think the problem is our problem, then we're going to be fighting the wrong thing. And when we try to fight that, we're fighting with the wrong weapons. We're not fighting the right fate, the, the right fight. We're already got out of faith, and so we're over here distracted instead of dealing directly with what is, but not letting it be the issue and make sure that we're believing God and acting on His Word in spite of that issue. Now we're fighting in the right fight to stay there, and now what God has already said and what He's provided for us can be ours and we can overcome. And that applies no matter what the issue is. You ever heard that side? No, no matter what the weapon is, I want you to know I win. No matter what the weapon is, I want you to know. Dun, 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 dun. Doesn't matter. The Bible says no weapon formed against us will prosper. So this will work no matter what happens, if we get off in the right, the wrong tangential fight, we're going to lose. But if we stay with God, we will win every time. This will work. So what's the challenge? We got to stay in faith. 
even though you feel like laying on the ground and crying. We've already started to lose if we do that. Well, I know what we're supposed to say, but I just can't take it anymore. We're losing. That's surely the way to lose. I just, I can't do it anymore. I just wish it would stop losing, losing, losing. But if we'll come back and say, I, you know what? I want to cry. And there's nothing wrong with crying. But right when you're crying, you, through the tears, you're saying, Lord, I, I, I'm not sure about everything, but one thing I know. You're on the throne, and I believe you, and I'm going over, and this will not take me out. This is not the end. I will do everything you've called me to do. I believe your word in spite of it. Well, you've just, you've just girded up your defenses and pushed back. Satan is trying to take that out. And if he knows he can't take that out, he can't take you out. He can't take me out because you're connected with the Lord, and you're staying there. So these things that are trying to distract us into the wrong thing, they become useless. So that's, if there's any fight, that is the right fight. No, am I in faith? Am I in faith? The answer is no. Let's get that fixed first because everything else is a waste of time. Amen.